We're excited for another episode of Water Break. In today's episode, we're talking about the NBA's return to play in Orlando. Ryan and I will be giving our takes on how the season will play out and who we think will be crowned champions. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Cavan, and I'm here with my co-host, Terrell Thurgood. What's up, everybody? We want to welcome you to Water Break. Here on our show, we are going to have conversations with each other, as well as with a variety of other guests who are just as involved and as passionate about sports as we are. From professional athletes, to coaches, to college players trying to make it big, to the high school athlete trying to earn that scholarship, and everyone in between. Whether you're a coach, player, or just a fan, we are here to have unique dialogue and perspectives on topics we have thought about, talked about, and are now excited to bring to you. So be sure to stick around, hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now, and get ready to relax and take a water break. Welcome back to another episode of Water Break, and I cannot tell you how pumped we are about today's episode dude i've been waiting for this one for so long we 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 were talking about doing this earlier and then with all the speculation things were kind of up in the air with the players association not really knowing what was going to happen and now that it's been made official we are ready to talk all things nba basketball returning the nba is back let's go i know man honestly they were playing games with us you know going back and forth like kept teasing at it when it was going to come back it wasn't going to happen i was just about to say they've been playing with our emotions yeah i mean they really have and now that it's back it feels so good it feels so right and i am just so excited to talk everything nba today all about the return so there's not there's not too much time for introduction here because we are ready to jump right (laughs) into this right into it and talk about the nba and man it's back like we said T, what is your thought? We're going to give a little kind of talk a little bit about what's happening with it and uh, give some information for those of you that aren't fully aware with what is happening with the NBA. And then I really want to hear what your thoughts are on the whole format. So obviously, 22 teams invited to mm-hmm. um, to Orlando, Florida, to Walt Disney World Resorts. And uh, what better place than the happiest place on earth to play basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And the format's really cool how it's going to work. Obviously, there's a, a bit of a preseason. Yeah. And uh, then the uh, play-in for the eight seed and that game there. Just kind of the uniqueness of what's happening. So maybe give us a little bit more background and then tell us what your thoughts are on the whole process. Yeah, so this all started... It's crazy to like think how long ago this was. Cause this started with Rudy Gobert. The whole, the whole um, This was the Jazz Thunder, Thunder game. Um, this game was in Oklahoma City um, yep. back in... March I think it was back in March and um it's crazy that we we like our phones were blowing up like Instagram or like Twitter ESPN like you know that uh Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 and it was kind of like oh okay you know whatever he tested positive for COVID-19 you were we didn't really know them like the extreme magnitude of it yeah and then literally the next day it was it was shut down well what was crazy about that is when the NBA shut down, it seemed like it was just a ripple effect for everything. Yeah. It was almost like, I know this seems, I know this seems weird, but it was almost like the world was like, wait, the NBA is not He's going not to be playing, playing games? games. Okay. We got to do something too. Like if it's, if it's that serious. Yeah. And it really was. It, cause, it, rem- Cause remember all like the, like the European, like the soccer teams and, and stuff like that, they were going, okay, we're going to, 
you know, play without fans, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was talk. Remember, the NBA was going to play without fans, and LeBron was like, I'm not playing any games without any fans. And then he was kind of like, okay, you know, if we have to if do that. I have to that, play, I might as well play yeah, without fans. Yeah, exactly. And so then when it shut down completely, we were all like, are, wait, what? Okay, maybe this is going to be for like a couple weeks, you know, the whole 15 days to slow the spread, flatten the curb, all the the terms you heard. And then 15 days turned into almost 90 days of of nothing. So with all of that, you know, with all of that starting and then kind of building back up, I mean, there was like there was talks of, um, you know, because Donovan Mitchell got it. And then there was like that whole rift between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. It seems like that was forever ago. Like hoping, hoping that relationship, um, I feel bad saying this, but does not mend. And then one of them lands in LA um I don't know uh, just a thought you know a thought and a prayer so yeah. <laughs> it does sound bad but it's like I understand as a fan of uh I hope they don't but you know because you know they're not coming to San Antonio <laughs> San Antonio you you're uh your best bet is the draft my friend yeah we we've been good in the draft but it's Correct. not I think not, the only big name really. you guys have gotten is maybe LaMarcus Aldridge like big you know in free agency, yeah, yeah, I yeah, would say. yeah. I mean, you got Rudy Gay, but that's kind of the near the t- tail end of his career. And yeah, like we that. got him. I think we traded for Richard Jefferson. Yeah, uh, several years back. Um, but yeah, I think he was the only like superstar that we've ever gotten. In sorry to go on that little rabbit trail. Yeah, yeah, I know you t- were on something here, but a little tangent. Um, but th- but that's kind of the a little bit of the background. Like it, it, it's it ended. That's few, where it all started. It all started with in the in the uh, jazz locker room and then more and more players began to test positive uh, for COVID-19 and then it just shut down right then we went on to the last dance and it was kind of like a good all right it was a good kind of uh like warm-up for us like mm-hmm. okay the NBA is going to come back soon it's come back in June right the NBA is going to be here and then we just went this whole month of June with nothing no basketball just anticipation. The anticipation of when it's going to come back, and now that it's backed, now that I'm back, and now it's back, I'm I'm really excited. So they all of all thirty teams voted to bring the NBA back, and only one team voted against it. The Blazers, the Portland Trailblazers, yeah. yeah, they voted against it. They they wanted twenty teams instead of the twenty two, which is kind of funny because they would just they would be like one of the last teams. So it was kind of like okay, we're the only ones in, and no one else can. No we one else can make are it. wait. Wait, where are we in line? We're number twenty. Okay, okay. yeah, we want yeah, twenty. We'll stop at twenty. <laughs> so, wait, no, wait, number nineteen. Okay, nineteen teams. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, it's kind of, it's like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Like we all, we all used to do that, like when we were children. Yeah, I mean, not calling the Trailblazers children, but <laughs> but kind of, but kind of a little, a little bit, where where we were just kind of like, you know, where it was just enough, yeah, and then we we're like. Okay, okay, no, you know, my little brother can't have it, you know, whatever. <laughs> um so yeah, so the the teams voted, it was 29 to 1 in favor of restarting and then it was kind of a little bit of a scare that because now there was talks of players not playing, you know, with mm-hmm. um you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement going on and still going on. Um and so there was talks of Kyrie, you know, kind of led the charge, you know, at first of you know, we, we, there are bigger issues at hand and we shouldn't play and, and we shouldn't use our platform for this or this. The NBA plank could be a distraction towards 
what was, you know, what's important right now. And so there was, you know, there was talks of that. There were talks of people, other players not playing because of COVID-19. So because of the lack of family also that was there and family with pre-existing conditions, they're not going to be able to see for a while. There was just a lot of things, you know, kind of coming into it. So, and so a big decision on Adam Silver and everyone, and, and they made the decision and, uh, the NBA is here, and so I'm excited for it. So they start play July 30th, and then the it, the season won't go no longer than October 13th. Um, Can I just say, yeah, opening night, there are two great games uh, yeah. on national television. Yeah. Um, who, do we, who do we got, Ryan? We got the Jazz and the Pelicans, and I... I think it's it's great because the drama with the Jazz. It's going to be interesting to see to see them back on the court. What happens them back in the court? Are they are they going to be like Kobe and Shaq? You know they're good on the court, but they're bad in the locker room. Are they going to be bad in the locker room, bad on the court? Are they going to not play together? What what is going to happen with that? Yeah. And then the Pelicans with Zion, um, those last. 10, 15 games that he played were just incredibly fun to watch. So that's going to be a very entertaining game. And what I've read from, uh, even uh, I read from someone in the organization saying that Zion is going to be, he is ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are going to have to deal with him. And so I am very excited to see him come out and play. And then, of course, game two, you already know, Battle of LA, Lakers Clippers. Because this was, that was the last, that was, that was one of the last games the Lakers played, right? Was it against the Clippers? Mm, I think it was one of the last, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they played like the Bucks and then they played the Clippers like yep. in two two or three days apart from yep. each other. Back to back wins, of course. And it is it is going to be a great opening night. Um it's gonna look unique, uh, you know, just with the no fans, how they're gonna work all that out, all the little details, you know. I I, I don't I'm not sure if they confirmed the two K. They're using the two K. Yeah, I, I saw that. Is that is has that been confirmed or is that just kind of a rumor? I or? don't know, but I think I think it should because I they watched, need to do something. I watched I think it was I watched uh, UFC two forty nine. I think that was like the first like big sporting event okay. that was during you know during the this whole pandemic. Yeah. And with, there was nothing, and all you could hear is just the announcers talking, and it was so awkward. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's like, if, if you've ever played, have you ever played 2K or any of those games, and you turn the crowd turn volume off. down? Yeah. It's so weird. It's like, it this, is very it's weird. just this awkward, so that's what it felt like. And I was like, they've got to pump some sort of crowd. Well, a lot of a lot of soccer sound. stadiums are playing it, even in the arena for the players now, too. So, yeah. um, I think the NBA should definitely do something to create uh, that atmosphere, for sure. Um, but either way, whatever they do, again, we can, we can just agree that we're excited that they're back, but that opening night, that game, Lakers Clippers, such a, that was so smart of the NBA to put that like first, you know, to, I think, build that for promotion, for Mm -hmm. excitement, anticipation. Um, if they would have done it seven or eight games in, you know, it would have been a little different, but to do it in game one, I mean, that excitement is just going to be. Uh, I I can hardly wait for it. Yeah, and even the Jazz game, oh. because you know that was the the last team we really mm-hmm. we really saw um, before this whole thing went down. Um, so going going uh, on to uh, a question that I that I thought of. Okay. As you were talking, so you know, there's the possibility of players even come, you know, um, testing positive for COVID nineteen while they're there. Yes. 
And I believe the NBA's plans, if a player gets tested positive for COVID-19, they, they go under testing and you get pulled away from the, from the rest of the, from the rest of the team until they feel better or until they test the test, come back negative. So my question is to you, right? If you're the coach GM or owner, and let's say you're Rob Palinka, Anthony Davis test positive for COVID-19. Do you report it? <laughs> Man. Right. This is, I mean, we're talking Western conference finals. Yeah. Game seven. That's, I never you, thought about that. Do you think teams are, there's the possibility of teams fudging a little bit on it and saying, well, you know, we, he didn't test positive when we did test him or, and then. I guess it would, I, I mean, I guess it would be what happens if, if it comes out. So, I mean, my first answer would be yes. I would not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, as a competitor, like. As a competitor, you would say, you know, you're going to keep that under wraps. You need your guy. Like, you, yeah. you need him. But at the same time, for Rob Palinka, like, or anyone, you know, but we're using Rob as the example, if if it came out that you did that to save themselves, the Lakers would fire you. I mean, yeah. right? Like, yeah. because to save themselves and, you know, legal issues, all of that, he would lose his job. Yeah. So I guess the question is, is, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, you, to me, like, especially for like LA, because LA fans are, they're a little, you know, they're a little different. They're more, they're more forgiving. We are. As long as you, as long as you win it. Oh yeah. And we, he would be a hero. <laughs> he would be labeled yeah. as a hero. Like he could go to any restaurant he wanted to, any hotel he wanted <laughs> to, just walk in and be like, "Oh, that's Rob. That's Rob. That, that's the, the guy, guy that, that lied so we get lied, the chip. He sacrificed his so job the chip. for the championship. Like the least I can do is give him this meal on the house, like this two hundred dollar like steakhouse yeah. meal on the house. Like I'll take care of him because he lost that that huge paying job, that huge contract. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, and not and I just bring up losing your job. Like that's, is it worth it? You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the competitive side, like, Ooh, oh, from a competitive standpoint, like it's like, absolutely. Yeah, you have yeah, to you do gotta, that. You can't say anything, <laughs> you know, but from that standpoint of this is his career, this is his livelihood. Like, well, nah. cause, well, cause now it's the doctors too. Cause the doctors test them every night. You know, if a doctor, you know, tests, let's say it's Anthony Davis. He, you know, he's, you know, in the room with the doctor and they tell him, Hey, you, you're tested positive. And does he. Does he look at him and say, you know, let's slide the money <laughs> across the table? <laughs> That's yeah. It's got I, like I a stack of bills. Just looks at him. He just looks at him. like in uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> That's a game night. I think the movie <laughs> yeah. is the game night where he's sliding the money across the table. It's not his head real quick. <laughs> it's like $13 or whatever, <laughs> something like that. I think it would be a little bit more than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. But um, yeah, I... I did not think of that, but that is that is a that's going to be a crazy scenario. I mean, you could think about even in the finals, yeah. LeBron James gets it, you know, or whoever's in the finals, you know. Um, because I mean, can, that, can you imagine? <laughs> you know, would be crazy <laughs> if the Bucks are in the finals and Giannis gets it. <laughs> like, no matter who they're playing, <laughs> they are done. Or uh, even crazier, Giannis and LeBron get it. Like, it, just the two marquee <laughs> players on both teams are out. They, they the, the NBA probably wouldn't announce it because they would lose so <laughs> many ratings. Yeah, they'd be like, they're, you know we're what? We're going to go ahead and postpone the season. No, they would just be like, you know, you guys will risk you getting the virus. <laughs> like, it's, it's not that big of a deal, actually. It's yeah, really it's not okay. that bad. 
Um, but yeah. that's a scenario I didn't really think about. So that's very, very interesting. But overall, just very excited for the season to get yeah. back. I guess that's that's all I can really say about it. I, I, I saw there's, um, you know, speaking along the uh, social justice, there's the talks of the players being allowed to not put their names on the back of their jersey instead of, and, but instead be able to put, you know, social justice causes like Black Lives Matter or oh. um, even, you know, maybe like George Floyd on the back of their jersey um, to kind of promote awareness too. I thought that was a pretty cool idea. I think so too. I didn't hear that. Um, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a very cool idea. I think uh, it, it kind of reminds me of when they did, I think it was maybe 10 years ago, something like that. It was the Nets and I think the Heat, I think it was Miami and um, Brooklyn played a game with nicknames on the back of their jerseys. Do you remember, do you remember that game? I remember like Ray Allen had Shuttlesworth on the back of his, you know, and oh, I didn't to know Jesus that. Shuttlesworth. Um, and then uh, I think. You know, baseball does that. Oh, they ba- do. Baseball does that. I know they did like in Little During League, the Little, Little League, League World Series, yeah, yeah. they do it. All the MLB players will do it and they'll put their nicknames on the back. Like oh, during okay. the Little League World Series, it's like this fun thing. Yeah. And then um, they always put um, during, at one point during the year, I'm not sure if it's on his birthday for Jackie Robinson, they all wear number 42. Yeah, they wore number 42. Um, I know that. So there's there's a couple things they do in the MLB that's really cool. But that I think that's a great idea Yeah. Um, for the NBA to do. And again, these these players want to have a voice and you know they 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 want to play and they want to stand up for what they believe in and so yeah. i'm i'm an advocate for them playing you know I, I think you and i both would say we want them to play but you know they have this platform and they want to use that to uh to the best that they can and so giving them that opportunity is the nba i think that will create unity with the nba and with the players association yeah and what are your thoughts? I think I think it'd be cool if each team had a black alternate jersey, you know, just to to, to represent you know the movement um, with its own design. Maybe even a nod to you know each city probably had you know something on there. Like I think you know L.A. maybe had an all black jersey, but then Mamba, you know, snakeskin, yeah, a little um, you know snakeskin, or maybe you know some of like you know the. The L, you know, the artwork. I'm thinking like Venice Beach and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, maybe like some of the little artwork down the side panels or something like that. Just the nod to the city. Um, I think would be cool. I think they'll find ways to be creative. Yeah. Because they're 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 wanting to with with being you know they've lost millions. Yeah. You know, I mean, millions of dollars during this shutdown, and so have so many companies. I'm not saying I feel bad for the NBA. You know, there are there are families who have lost, you know, everything that they have financially. Yeah. And so I'm not saying, you know, poor NBA, like I think they're still okay, but at the same time, you know, they are going to want to do things and be creative with things so that they can gain that revenue back again. Yeah. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how they even pull the fans into it and make it because there's there's TV, but I think you still miss like, you know, going to, you know, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout out to our our spot. That's our spot. Um but, you know, even places like that to kind of gather again and, and watch as a fan, like how how is the NBA going to, you know, get kind of creative, you know, with with uh, the overall the overall fan experience? You know, I don't know if there's like, I don't know, I don't know, coming up with different ways, maybe on social media or something like that. Like I'm a, sure they will take over or something like that. The NBA does a great job with stuff like that. But as we as we so we're talking about getting back. Yeah. All of this. Um, let's talk about the playoff picture. Okay. Um, who who do you see? Maybe share with us who do you see in the conference finals? Who do you see in the finals? And 
um, obviously, you know, your prediction, and then maybe a team or two that you think, you know, it might be, they might be sleepers, you know, people might be sleeping on them. They might, they might pull off an upset. Uh, share with us a little bit of that, T. Yeah, so I'll start with the Eastern Conference, and my sleeper team in the Eastern Conference and is, uh, is Toronto. Now, I know they're the two seed right now, but I, there's, a, there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of disrespect. Like even the fact that Toronto, I think in the first week or, or so, only gets one um, national te- nationally televised game um, is kind of, you know, kind of, dis- kind of disrespectful to the defending champions. Um, so that's my, huh? that's my sleeper team is Toronto. Um, they're just, I mean, they're. I, they're I get, not, I, I get they're what you're not saying. The flashy team, but that's they're what not, I'm saying. That's why they're not. That's why they're not getting any nationally televised games because they're they're not. They, I mean, what do they have that's going to draw attention other than the NBA has been gone for so long? You're right. They they are they are not a flashy team. They they don't have a ton of star players. You know, Siakam is there, and I love Siakam. I'm not. And I'm, Lowry, and I'm not, I'm not you know, hating. They're, those are their all stars, but again, the, the way they play isn't, you know, super flashy or cool but i mean they're the best defensive team in the nba and or one of the best i believe it's defensive teams in the nba defense isn't entertaining is not and it's not yeah i know I'm a Spur- a I'm a, i know i'm a spurs fan and that's what we've known for but we don't get put on tv a whole lot um so that's my sleeper team okay i'm gonna go comp eastern conference finals i'm gonna go a rematch of last year really milwaukee and toronto Okay, is gonna be the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think all eight teams are gonna that are there now. I don't see Washington jumping into that <laughs> that final spot. They're five games no. out. Um, I don't see Orlando or Brooklyn just plummeting like that. Um, so yeah, so th- I think those are the all all eight teams in the East. Now the West, this is gets this is where it gets tricky. Now my sleeper team is Dallas. I mean, that's that's a great answer. Dallas is my sleeper team. I mean, I Luca is is an exciting player to watch. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, Chris Stops is having a good year. Um, he's starting to return to the uh, the old Chris Stops way a little bit. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be a that's gonna they're gonna be a fun team to watch. Um, so that's my sleeper team that could make it to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, they could. But that's not my pick <laughs> to the Western Conference Finals. I'm going in the Western Conference Finals. I'm going Clippers mm-hmm. versus Houston. <laughs> Clippers Why versus, am I not surprised? Clippers you, versus Houston. If now, if, if if the Lakers would have had Kawhi this year, and then we traded for Giannis, you still wouldn't have picked the <laughs> Lakers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Clippers 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 versus Houston. Now I see um the Clippers being able to jump past the Lakers and get the one seed. Which means mm. yeah, yeah. So they're they're gonna get the one seed. I think Houston's gonna jump Houston will jump up. We're gonna have a Rockets Lakers. And I know what you're saying. And this is this is this is this is this that's is gonna very, be int- that's that's a very like you're, you're, you I need know to go you're back going. on what you're saying. You need to go back on what you're I, saying. You I'm, need to I'm taking that. I'm taking I'm taking Houston. There's no way like T 
you you can say I know the Anthony be, Anthony Davis is a big Anthony Davis is a that, big is a big mismatch. Their sender is PJ Tucker. He's six yeah. five. Yeah. He's as tall as I am. And I'm not hating on PJ Tucker. He is a dog. Like I like him. But it, there, there's no way, T. Like there's just, there's absolutely no way. Who is gonna guard AD? I mean, you you who's you, gonna guard AD? You have you know, you're gonna throw a lot of you're gonna have to throw a lot of guys at him. Yeah. I know that they, they don't really have a ton of bigs down there. You have like Tyson Chandler. And, and PJ the, the and PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker always guards LeBron when they play. So who's guarding Braun now? The other side is who's guarding James Harden? Who's guarding Westbrook? What? I mean, those guys get their numbers no matter who plays against them. I, I but, think, but I, they, they, there's at least there's at least guards that are capable of guarding them. I think this is going to come down to a shootout, and and I think because the Lakers. Okay, fine, shoot it out. We saw what happened. We've seen what happened in Game <laughs> Seven with James Harden. We've seen the Rockets in Game Sevens. We've seen that before. I think this is going to be a different dynamic playing it playing in Orlando. Different dynamic. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a different dynamic, but there's no way that they're going to be able to contain AD and LeBron. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. James and Russ are great offensive weapons. I am not denying that at all. But the Lakers will be better defensively against James and Russ than the Rockets will be defensively against LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think I think the Rockets are going to get. They're going to get creative on the defensive side. Look, I, I, I know they're going to go for the shootout type of game. They always um, do. That's their game. Yeah, that's that's their style. And they, I don't think the Lakers got the firepower to do ha- to have this shootout style of game. We don't have to. We will, we will bang on these dudes. Like, they literally, they are very, like, when they, Capella was the only chance they had against us. Like, I would say... Your argument would have been better if you would have been saying that the Clippers and Lakers got on the same. Um, they got on the same side. Maybe the Nuggets got to the one seed and then the two and the three seed. I, I would have understood that a little bit more. That they would have had a better chance. But Houston, there's there's no way they're going to compete with us. I, I think the Clippers are the Lakers' best match, but I don't think the Houston that Houston Rockets stand a chance. I'm. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sticking my, my pick with the Rockets. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad one. I'm sticking, it's, 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 <laughs> it's a, a real one. bad pick. I'm it's a real bad it. basketball pick. <laughs> okay, so who do you think is in the finals then? Um, in the finals, I'm going Clippers versus um, Bucks. Clippers Bucks. Okay, so you think the Clippers are going to be the one seed? Yeah, and the Bucks are the one seed. And the Bucks are the one seed. So one versus one. One versus one. Okay, well I'm going to go one versus one too, but I'll tell you mine in a minute. You're going to go Lakers. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I may not go Mo. Uh, oh yeah. So 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 who's who are? Uh, so I'm kind of going back and forth. When I look at the East, my sleeper team, who um, who I really like, actually probably I don't have like I hate when people say like oh my second favorite team. Like I don't have a second favorite team, um, but I this year this past year I've really liked how Miami plays. Um, mm. They've they've been super fun to watch. I love Jimmy Butler. I love just <laughs> the character that he is and just his his grit and. He he has that Kobe mentality. I'm not saying yeah. he's a Kobe player, um, but he has that type of mentality. He's underrated. Yeah, he's underrated. Um, for sure. I really I really like Jimmy, um, and I like that team. They got a bunch of young guys who just they fight and bam, that dude is a monster. Um, it's they're, they're going to be an entertaining team to watch for sure. I'm not saying they're going to make it to the conference finals, but I, I really like them. 
Uh, in the conference finals, I am going um, Boston-Milwaukee. I really like Boston. Mm. Um, I really like Brad Stevens. I, I think what he is able to do, I, it, it's kind of this weird dynamic. And I don't know what it is. I'm not a, uh, maybe I, I should have studied up a little bit more on this. But Brad Stevens always seems to do a lot more when he has less. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I don't know what that is. I think it's because he's, he's like, uh, because of his coaching style, and he's more of a teacher and he's not of a coach. He's not very, maybe he's not very great with isolation. Like, I, because yeah. when he had Kyrie, like, he did so much more when those dudes were rookies. And then the next year with Kyrie, like, they did worse. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not, and I'm not saying Kyrie made them worse. Like, any team that has Kyrie should be better. I think we can both agree. I know he's he can be drama. People have said a lot about him and and issues there. But any team that has Kyrie Irving should be a better player. Yeah, or should be a better, be a better team. team. Like they should. Yeah, I th- I think I think maybe because you have so many star players, like you know, especially I think with like with college, like for example, college basketball. I go back like with Brad Stevens, why he was so successful. I think you've got to be the big personality as the coach mm-hmm. to be able to deal with big time stars. And I think he doesn't have that personality to deal with the big time stars. So if you give him people who are just willing to be coached and taught and, you know, who will be, you yeah. know, really be willing to listen to you, I think he's, that's where he makes. And, and I think, I think the, Tatum will turn into that star, but I think because he's built that relationship since the beginning, yeah. it'll be a, a much, much smoother transition. So I, I actually, you know, obviously I, I hate Boston. They're my least favorite team in the NBA because I'm a huge Laker fan, but I do like the core there that they have. And I, I really like Jason Tatum. Um, I like the way he plays. I like his, um, you know, he, he, his offensive game a little bit um, because he, respects him so much and looked up to him so much resembles a little bit of of Kobe a little bit so I really really like him my only thing um, with Boston I feel like coming into this this tournament or the whole bubble as I feel like you the team that is mentally tough yeah and I get that because the Raptors seem like they are so yeah, I, I get what you're saying gonna there. get because with without the fans without the energy like I feel like a lot of young players do thrive way more off of the energy you know, affects how affects how they play versus a lot yes. of these teams who are just here to ball. Yes. So that's my only thing with Boston is how will the young guys do without without the energy of the crowd and in the home court advantage. Yes. No, I I agree. So I th- I think it'll be between. Per, I still think Boston and Milwaukee, um, but I do think Milwaukee will will make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm going in the West. I don't necessarily have a sleeper team. I, I didn't write one down, but then when you said Dallas, I mean, I do agree with you. I really like Dallas. I really like Luka. Luka is just, he's fun to watch because, maybe it's just me, he just seems so slow. Yeah. You know, it's like, he's so deceiving. Like, he's one of those guys that, and we've all played with those guys, if you play pick up basketball for any time, walks on the court and it's just kind of like, you know, you're like, oh, you know, he, yeah. he's okay. Like, you know, he could play. He's he, he's kind of slow. He moves slow. And then he just goes out and he just lights up everyone. And you don't know how. Like, you don't know how to stop him. And even at the end of the do. game, sometimes it doesn't seem like it. But then you look at the the stat sheet and you're like, oh, man, this dude just put up 30 on us. Like, yeah, that was that was a very quiet 30. Um, so I really like I, I really like Dallas. I'll, I'll agree with you there on that one. Um, but then when I look to the conference finals, uh, I think somehow it's going to shape up. 
LA, LA is going to be the one and the two, and then I think they're going to be in the conference finals together. Um, if L- if the Lakers get the one seed, I think it's a pretty clear path. If they get the two seed, I mean, they're obviously going to have to Houston. get through a lot more. Um, the Rockets. You know, what? The Rockets. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about the Rockets. I'd be more, more worried about Denver. Um, but... I, I think it's going to be a lot more, but I definitely think I'll see those in the two in in the conference finals, those two teams. And then when I go into the when I'm going to the finals, obviously I, I I wanted to have you know think about this clearly, and I wanted to say who do I really think is going to be in the finals, not just as a Laker fan. Obviously, as a Laker fan, I'm going to say the Lakers, but thinking about it, um, and there I think the Clippers will be our toughest match, no question. But I think the Lakers are going to be there. I really do. And I know that's that surprises you. Yeah, so I'm um, shocked <laughs> that you would pick the Lakers. But, and it, it really, just from the beginning of the season, LeBron has had something to prove. This yeah. revenge season, washed king, he has something to prove. And and I, th- we forget how amazing this dude is come playoff time. Yeah. What he has done with so much less and i know it was in the east so it was a little bit different i know he's in the west now he's never played in the western it's different playoffs i totally get it um but everyone is going to be in the same place he is right now it's going to be an unfamiliar territory it's going to be different this bubble that they're going to be in is going to be unlike anything the nba has any seen ever seen and unlike anything any of these players have ever seen that being said i am going to go with the guy who has the most experience and who has proven himself through much more difficult circumstances, taking a team down three, one, I think is more significant than playing under these circumstances. And so I'm going with, hmm, that's interesting. That you said that, cause, cause I was just about to mention that. So we were talking about LeBron James, when you look at the overall legacy, like the the goat status of LeBron James, where do you see this situation, right? This this storyline, LeBron James. He's you know, the washed king was yeah. you know was the hashtag before the season. Then the Lakers were, you know, the top seed in the NBA, and in the West. In the West, yeah. And then with Kobe Bryant dying, as well. Um, There's a lot of LeBron, pressure. LeBron James now, and then and then even they missed the playoffs the year before, so now he's coming back. You know, obviously the the death of Kobe Bryant, the tragic death of Kobe Bryant now as well, kind of weighing down for him to take the Lakers through this NBA bubble now and to win. Where does this championship stand with the legacy of LeBron James? Like, will this put him even more into the GOAT status? I believe so. Or is this just kind of the the Astros championship no matter who wins it? No, I don't think so at all. I, I believe it's going to matter. Um, and people are saying, well, it's a shortened season and it's this and that. No no season in NBA history has something like this happened. And so to me, winning a championship during this season, even though it's less less games, is to me more difficult because of the circumstances that surround what is happening. Now... Um, I, t- I totally get what you're saying and I get where you're coming from because that's been a huge topic of discussion is, is this season going to really matter? Is it going to count, you know, with yeah. everything that's happening? But I think personally, um, and this is not just saying this if the Lakers win, any team that wins, 
I think it's going to be extremely difficult to win a championship during this. I, I think it's, you know, there haven't been, to me, many champions championships in NBA history that have been more difficult. You know, I brought up the 3-1. I think that was probably the most difficult, obviously, the, the craziest comeback in NBA Finals history. Um, but I... I truly believe that this is going to be an extremely uh, difficult situation and difficult scenario to overcome. And so I think it's going to be huge for any player's legacy, specifically LeBron. Yeah, that's, that's interesting that you that you say it like that, because a lot of the a lot of, you know, past players, even and even people right now are saying, you know, oh, this this doesn't count. And it's I've heard that the. The downside is, oh, well, because of short, it's a shortened season. But like you said, you could almost contend the other way because their season was cut in the, you know, towards the end of it. And then they had to take, you know, two or three months to of just of nothing and not getting back together and to train for them, for everybody to come back together and then compete and still win. Especially it kind of depends on how it plays out. Everyone still plays at a high level and it's a high level of basketball that I think will be very impressive for whoever wins it and whoever wins the COVID championship, especially being a leader, like trying to bring back that team unity. Like you're mentioning, um, teams were on a roll. It was, it was past the all-star break. We were on the right track. We were moving, you know, and to be stopped for three months, it really is almost like restarting a new season. I mean, there's a training camp. There's a process going into this. This is a huge deal. And to win a championship under these circumstances, I think will do a lot for his, his legacy. I think, you know, let's say the, the virus didn't happen. He won a championship this year. Yeah. You know, I think that would have done a lot for his legacy. You know, obviously it would it would have. Yeah, you know, four. Three different teams. He would have had four. He would have won one with three different teams. Probably three finals MVPs with three different yeah. teams. Yeah, that's 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 a huge, huge boost to his legacy. Well, now with this, under the circumstances and being away from it for three months and having to recreate the team chemistry and all of this, it is going to be a difficult task for every leader of every team. Yeah. And so I think as the leader of the Lakers – this will do a lot for his legacy if he can pull out a championship. Yeah, I think so. I, this is going to be interesting. Uh, interesting finish to the season, and then as speaking of finishes to the season, so like I said earlier, that it no longer than October thirteenth, and then the NBA announced October fifteenth is going to be the draft. Yes. So, um, so uh, who who do you think is going to go uh, go number one? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. Um, there's Threw a, a curveball at you. <laughs> there's a lot of speculation with LaMelo, you know. Yeah. And I I personally, I, it, it just, it, it always depends who's who's getting the number one the pick. pick. I mean, I think after what LaVar just said about the Warriors, like, <laughs> yeah. come on, bro. Like, you really don't want him to go to Golden State? Like, yeah. yes, they have great players there. But if he went to Golden State, and they pick up another player, like they could be championship contenders right away. His first year. Like this is almost like Darko when he got picked up for the Pistons. Yeah. I mean, it could be that. I mean, could you imagine if the Pistons would have picked up Carmelo or picked up Dwayne Wade? Like how huge that would have been. A player of that caliber getting picked up by a a championship, a future championship team in just a couple of years. Like 
for for one of these players, it, it blows my mind to think that one of these young guys, these these young guys, are going to be a top five pick and potentially land on a dynasty, mm-hmm. like land on the Warriors. Who Steph is back, Clay's back. Look look how much rest they're going to have. Yeah, Steph, Clay, Draymond, all of the all those guys are back. Wiggins still yeah, maybe Wiggins, on the team. And and who knows that you know they may trade away Wiggins and get someone else. Yeah. You know, and so what that team is going to have for one of these young top five recruits coming into the NBA, like what a privilege. And for LeVar to say that, you know, I, I don't I don't get into the politics of that and whatever, you know, but dude, come on. Like you, you might have ruined that for your son. Yeah. Again, LeVar. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Coming back into the picture. These- kind of the same thing with Lonzo. Yeah, and and they've you know they've stood up and said they're their own man, but be your own man and just say, Dad, shut <laughs> up. Like let me. I saw what you did with Zoe. Like just yeah. And Lamelo should come out up. and be like, No, I disagree. Like I want to play for the Warriors. Yeah, like, that's all it takes. He doesn't have to, you know, be against his dad all the way, but just say like, No, I'm. This is how I feel. Yeah. No, I totally agree. What about you? What do you think? Um. I think if the war if the Warriors get the number one pick, I would be I would I would prefer them to trade the pick. There we um, go. I think a trade of the number one and Wiggins for, you know maybe Brad Beal, um, or trading the one and the pick for, you know, someone else. I don't and, know. And Yon- Wiggins. And Wiggins. Yeah. They're not. They're not. Yeah. Trading the, the whole one the whole rumor Wiggins. of of Giannis. Giannis. That's not. Yeah. I don't we'll see. see. That I, but I, but I think another. Another marquee player, um, maybe even like an Embiid, hmm. putting putting a whole package together. If the if the Sixers don't put it all together this year, if they don't win this year, you know, possibly splitting that whole dynamic because Simmons and Embiid kind of play in the same area. If Simmons is not going to develop a three point shot, yeah, you know, maybe sending him over to Philadelphia, and getting Embiid. That would be definitely that'd be really interesting. That definitely puts the Warriors back in. In the driver's seat, I think, in the West. Or close to Yeah, the right behind seat. the Lakers. I think so, too. Um, <laughs> I'd have to agree with you on that statement, right behind the Lakers. Well, there you have it. So, thanks for joining us for another episode of Water Break. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Water Break. New episodes are released every Monday. So, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to be notified when a new episode is available. As you continue to listen to the podcast, we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to get feedback on the show or you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to waterbreakpod at gmail.com. Once again, that's waterbreakpod at gmail.com. We'll see you on the next episode of Water Break. Stay hydrated.